Apprentices and Acolytes, it's time for Unlock the Knowledge, and today we're going to talk about Ahsoka's biggest flaw. Ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Welcome, Apprentices and Acolytes, to Unlock the Knowledge. I am your boy, Lord Dagavir, giving you the podcast you can hear around the galaxy. And there's only one place you can truly get it, and that's inside the Dark Temple. Visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force Sensitives like yourself. The, my apartment is so hot, and I have no idea why, man. Florida just needs to stop, man. Jeez. Anyway, fam, so, yes, the one thing, there is there is one flaw, okay, and there is one flaw that I think, and this isn't just, like, an Ahsoka problem, I think this is just, like, a Star Wars issue recently, uh, because the only time where I've really seen this peak, I guess you could say, is probably in the prequel trilogy, and, and more specifically, you know, uh, The Phantom Menace, and Revenge of the Sith. I think these are the these are the only two films out of like all of the six films that really have fantastic choreography. Um, I uh, I think that a lot of the uh, the scenes in uh, the original trilogy also like they have weight to them, and so that allows you to overlook what's actually happening. You know, and I think that's why a lot of this stuff is so scrutinized today is because. Well, you know, man, when we were watching Revenge of the Sith, you know, for years and years and years before we got anything else from the Disney stuff, yeah, we were watching Revenge of the Sith and, you know, uh, Phantom Menace so many times, so that's what we had to compare things to. And the overall flaw is choreography. It, it is. It is choreography. And, I mean, even for me, and you guys know me, I get excited about everything. Uh, I thought Episode 5 was fantastic, man. I love the choreography in that episode. I wish the choreography was like that and everything going forward because I think that you would see less criticism but I think the reason why it is so good in that episode is because of Hayden Christensen and and that's a thing too man is like Hayden Christensen dude I mean oh my god I, he's practically our greatest swordsman right and you know I've always heard rumors and stuff and interviews about uh you know Lord of the Rings and uh, the I don't know who the actor is for Aragorn but that guy, uh, the person that taught him, apparently said that he was the greatest swordsman that he'd ever taught. And I, and I, and you know, when you watch Lord of the Rings, and I, I, I strictly remember the first scene um, that stands out to me the most in the Fellowship of the Ring is when the giant orc guy. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I love Lord of the Rings, but I don't know the characters like that. You know, the main orc guy. Oh, sorry, he's not an orc. Sorry, he's not. He is a, um, I think he's an order guy, right? And uh, this is where he's he takes he takes the big bow and he's killing Boromir with it, and then Aragorn goes in and fights that guy, and he throws a knife at Aragorn. It's a real knife, and Aragorn freaking hits it in the middle of the air with his insane reaction time and his skills. And, and that wasn't supposed to happen. That guy was supposed to throw to the knife to the side, and uh, and so I think about that and uh, and all these things when I rewatch these movies now. And I just think that there's a certain level of caliber, right? There's a certain level of skill that everybody has. I don't think Rosario Dawson is bad by any means of the matter. In fact, you know, what's also insane is I'm a big Bruce Lee person. I used to have all of his DVDs back when I was a kid, all of his freaking movies I used to watch him. And Diana Lee, okay, Diana Lee, who is Morgan Elsbeth in the show, every fight she's been in, has been outstanding. And the last fight that she was in with Ahsoka might have been the the best fight 
in in the entire series because Diana is a martial artist man and what's also crazy if you guys don't know is that uh, so she's actually the godfather uh, sorry the god the goddaughter of Bruce Lee and her father was actually one of Bruce Lee's first students uh, learning his martial arts and Filipino mar uh, mar martial arts uh, and and so you know she became what she was outstanding outstanding talent man and when I found that I was I was so insane and I was so sad about her dying in the freaking finale I hope they bring her back um, and that choreography in that fight was superb you can totally see her skills when she's fighting Ahsoka and it reminded me so much of Jet Li's Fearless uh, where Jet Li is fighting one of the main masters and that gets like into a really personal blood bloody fight uh, that, And the whole movie is like really crazy after that because that's the that's the fight that ruins Jet Li's character in that because I think like that that guy takes revenge after he kills that master and kills his family kills his child and then Jet Li just leaves and goes to the village after that it reminded me a lot of that fight that was in the restaurant and um, I, I think that going forward like uh, you know I don't know what they're going to do about lightsaber duels because lightsaber duels are, you know, it is it is the main component of action in Star Wars. There is really no other action inside of Star Wars. Like, yes, you know, there's dogfights and stuff like that. Rogue One brought a lot of that, and I, and I feel like we could see more of that. Revenge of the Sith, you know, the, old, the original trilogy, of course, has, uh, you know, some of the best scenes are, you know, with the dogfights. Um, and then uh, there isn't really a lot of, like, combat, right? You know, hand-to-hand -hand stuff, martial arts, things like that. Uh, I thought Andor, that when it had uh, action scenes, it was freaking solid, man. Choreography was really good. Um, but I think there's just a different level of choreography when you have to live up to Nick Gillard's, you know, reputation and his standards of back then. Because when you're seeing, I don't know if you guys have seen his YouTube channel, and his YouTube channel has so much incredible choreography, like stuff that makes what we got in the scenes, like, not worse. It's just like, dude, if we had this for Palpatine's fight, if we had this for Count Dooku's fight, if we had this for Mace Windu's fight, I'm just like, oh my god, bro. Like, what the hell? Like, every other Star Wars show wouldn't compete. You know, it already can't, it already can't compete, in my opinion. Uh, except for episode 5 of Ahsoka. I just think episode 5 of Ahsoka is the peak. It's the greatest thing I've ever wanted because I'm an Anakin Skywalker stand, man. I just, I can't, I can't see past that. You know, that, that was, I don't know if, I don't know if Star Wars will ever get back. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Star Wars will ever be better than that. You know, ah, man, but I, I don't know how it's going to get better. I don't know if you get Nick Gillard, you know, and if you do get Nick Gillard, then, then I feel like that opens up to, okay, you have this guy back now, he's here. Is that going to be able to still be as good as it is? You know, sure, it can be it can be better, but I've also heard things about uh, specifically the set and how the set uses heavier weapons now with lightsabers and you know, I I I just think I just think that it's not going to be able to live up to the the previous films, man. I think the previous films were established so long ago. Even the prequel trilogy that Man, it's, it's just gonna be hard, dude. It's gonna be difficult. It's not saying that they can't try to surpass it, because I think Ahsoka really tried, and I think there was a lot of scenes that did this. Um, uh, uh, and, and that's the thing, too. Uh, the biggest critique, right, and, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is I think the, the, the weakest, I don't like saying the worst, okay? I think the weakest fights in Ahsoka 
was the the last in the last episode just the last episode i think a lot of the fights in, in ahsoka were actually really good i i really liked shin versus sabine i thought shin moved so well man that actress what is her name i have the whole cast right here one second uh summoning the the cast name ivana um incredible incredible physical actress man um she reminds me a lot of hayden like the way she moved the way her face was you know and of course uh ray god man with balin he was uh, he was fantastic he was so good uh, he was a big boy swinging that saber man um but what i i mean even even um ariana uh little ahsoka little ahsoka man she moved fantastic too she was going around with her little knees thing and you know killing all the Mandalorians, man um i thought she was fantastic i just thought that the the weakest parts of this show were definitely in the finale when it comes to action and i remember one part specifically where the actress for Sabine had run up and just moved around one of the the troopers and and then ended up slicing them. It just looked it just looked a little wonky. That's all. I, I just felt like if I was sitting there, I would be like, all right, you know, hey, maybe we maybe we maybe we try and do this again. You know, let's 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 make this quicker. Let's make this faster. What does George Lucas say? Faster, more intense. You know, uh, I would probably do something like that. But <laughs> you know, it, it's. I just think I just think it's hard, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a director. I don't know how how these things work. I can only look at it as, as a fan and say, okay, yeah, this uh, this didn't make any sense, you know, or okay, yeah, maybe we should improve this, you know. Um, and I would love to see just uh, more to the level of quality and 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 thought of the process that I saw in episode five and with uh, Morgan Elsbeth and Ahsoka, because there's also style. And I, I think people that are criticizing the the samurai-esque duels inside the show, I, I don't think that I, I don't think they really understand where it's coming from and the value that you see. And yeah, that guy was going, bro. That guy was going. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. I, I hope I'm gonna be moving soon, and I hopefully you don't have to hear that anymore. I'm so sorry, man. Jesus, this is why I don't. This is why people don't take me seriously. Okay, so. Um, uh, so, alright, I want to give you an example. These samurai films, okay, that uh, Dave Filoni loves. Dave Filoni loves Godzilla. Dave Filoni loves these old samurai films, uh, you know, and he takes a lot of inspiration from these. Now, uh, if you haven't seen a lot of these samurai films, that's okay, I understand. It's it's very hard for me as well to watch old films that are in black and white, you know, the certain level of, you know, editing and, and special effects isn't really there, but what they did back then, I think, was immensely incredible because, you know, it inspired everybody further into generations and even a lot of those samurai films still hold, hold up today like for instance i love the miyamoto uh, the musashi miyamoto films the, the samurai films it's literally called the samurai and i love them i love them so much and then you know then you, you know about you know yojimbo and then you know about uh, seven samurai the hidden fortress there's a lot of these fantastic films that they used inspiration for <clears throat> and i loved the morak duel Okay, I love the Morak duel. I love the one-on-one -on -one samurai stuff. I love how it ended. I thought it was sick. And I love the little twist at the end where Morak just evaporates and screams like a warlock banshee into into Night Sister magic. That was so freaking cool. I, I like I love that. That to me was quality. And 
when you watch a lot of these samurai films, especially the uh, uh, Musashi Miyamoto films, which I feel like are the best samurai films because of his story. And if you don't know who Musashi Miyamoto is, you need to go out and watch it because I just can't, I can't spoil it for you because he's probably the most renowned samurai of all time, right? And I love that story. I love the way the duels are in that story as well. They're very beautiful. They're very intricate. There's so much meaning behind them with the suns rising and the sun setting and on the sands, you know, and oh my God, man, I just can't go into detail about how incredible they are because it's so important. And then when, when you see that and you understand where that's coming from, because Star Wars, you know, it, it uses a lot, a lot of that inspiration, fam. I bit, I bit my tongues, I'm so excited. It uses a lot of that inspiration from those samurai films because it's the same thing. Star Wars used a lot of that, okay? The Jedi are literally like an age of the uh, the samurai era. You know, we know about Bushido and the Force. We know about a lot of these things. The katana, you know, the lightsaber. There's so many things. And of course, I've already told you about Ahsoka Tano's name. It's wordplay on the katana and Shoto. And that's a thing as well because Ahsoka also has a large lightsaber and a smaller lightsaber. And that is a katana version and a Shoto version. You know, so it's very, 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 very samurai-esque. And that's why I love that. And, and, you know, I'm also just a big samurai buff, man. I love that stuff. So I guess I guess you could say a lot of it can be biased because I just, it's hitting all the, the strings that I want, all right? And so when I see the one-on-one -on -one in, the, in the fighting game, all right? I call it the fighting game background where it's just a beautiful sunset, a beautiful painted background that we saw. And uh, ex especially with the rematch, right? with the, uh, the run back with Ahsoka and Balin. It's the same thing, it's on this like little hill and you see the mountains in the back and the wind is blowing and then you you have that freaking samurai food. Doo, 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 doo. You know? <laughs> it's, it's going off, it's going crazy dude because I'm just like, yeah, 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 let's go. It's beautiful, man. And then you have that Balin's theme in the back that goes bam, bam with the piano. Oh man, dude. Oh. I, and I, I think I think I enjoy it because I know where it's coming from. And and I can understand the criticism because yes, man, it's not Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor, dude. You know, it's not it's not Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn, you know, and, and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. I get it. I get it. Um I just don't think we're gonna have that level of 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 quality anymore. And I don't think that it's good. It's just I just feel like people don't understand how talented Hayden Christensen, Ian McGregor, you know, Darth Maul's, uh, you know, stunt, stuntman slash actor was, uh, was it David Park? I can't remember, I can't even remember his name anymore. I'm so sorry, dude, it's been, it's been a long time and all the controversy surrounding him, I just kind of forgot about him. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I just remember all those, all those video documentaries about what they were doing, how many days they were training, and it's not saying, I'm not saying that people today don't try, dude. I just think there was a certain way things things were done back then, and there's a certain things there's a certain way things are done today that can't allow that level of quality anymore because of production, because of you know writer and actor strikes, because of COVID, because of all these things that that we don't know as fans, that we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, you know. Um, but I think Rosario is an amazing, and I think it's also very hard to use two, two lightsabers. She's the only character that we've seen in live action use 
two lightsabers like that since Hayden Christensen. And Hayden Christensen only did it for like a second or two in some of the scenes. Yeah, sure, he probably choreographed, you know, and I know uh, Count Dooku was originally supposed to I know, man, I know all the stuff you're gonna hit me with, okay? But that never made it to live action, all right? And Rosario's the only one consistently doing it with two sabers. So I think it's even harder for her to, to, to output to that level of quality because, I don't know, man, are there dual-wielding sword blade masters around today to teach about that stuff, you know? Is she gonna have to take wushu? And, and stuff like that, and maybe she already does, because I think that she, uh, the, the difference between what she looks in the first episode of Ahsoka and what she looks today fighting Deanna, oh my god, man, it's, she's like a Super Saiyan 2 at this time, man, and she's only gonna get better, you know, and, and we'll see what happens with the movies, you know, and, and I know the movies are gonna have larger budget, they're gonna have more time to do these things, and I think that it's possible to replicate that level that we've seen in the prequel stuff I just don't agree with everybody else saying it's so bad, man. Because I don't think it's bad, dude. I don't think it's... I think it was, it's was. it been better. It's, 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 it's a lot better, in my opinion, than the sequel trilogy. And I do not like thrashing at the sequel trilogy. But the sequel trilogy also has duels that are, are also being overlooked because of how much criticism and hate. For instance, the Kylo Ren versus Rey fight in Rise of Skywalker. I think that's one of the best duels in Star Wars. I think that is fantastic man and i think when i think eventually when when people grow up a younger generation and they're going to defend that duel as well because i feel like it's it's the same because you know what when attack when when revenge of the sith came out every single older person that i talked to that was a grown-up around my my parents age they all hated revenge of the sith they thought it was or uh, over choreographed okay so everyone talking about this stuff right now i think you're this i think you're literally like just barking up the same tree the previous generation did about these these movies you know and but i do agree i do agree to an extent that i think the choreography needs to improve definitely absolutely a hundred percent you know and is that going to take you know more stunt people and martial arts experts and bringing back nick gillard yeah man why not i don't know what the issue is i don't know what the problem is i don't know the politics and stuff i'm just a stupid fan talking about stuff on my podcast you know wishing for things to happen but I would love to see it. I would love to see it. And, you know, we only really get it with Hayden. And, and Hayden is the epitome of it, man. Hayden is the epitome of it. So, of course, that criticism is going to come. Because he's the best we've ever had. He's the best we've ever had. And he's stuck with us. No, much, no matter how much all these fans hated him. Even today, they still hate him. Man, like, the dude is a freaking god. He is Anakin Skywalker. No one can be like him, man. But... Rosario's, I think, is does, does it fine. Deanna, I'm so sad that they kill off your character because I would have loved more of your 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 strand of martial arts and uh, and your legacy and and Bruce, that's Bruce Lee in Star Wars. I think that's so freaking amazing. You know, it's the closest that we like. You're literally the apprentice of an apprentice. You know, uh, so that's incredible, man. Uh, shout outs to everyone that. Shoutouts to really, shoutouts to everybody that really made that entire episode five and episode six come to life because I, I, I really enjoyed the choreography. I really enjoyed the choreography overall in Ahsoka. It's just some parts in the finale that I just felt like just, you know, could have been better. That's it, man. That's all I wanted. Just a little bit more, man. And you know what? We can always talk Star Wars. We can always talk about choreography and everything because I love uh, action is so important to Star Wars, especially when 
you know, the emotion is on, right? When when there's so much value, the weight of emotion, especially in you know the original trilogy. I always think about, uh, I always think about Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader at the end in the final there, and the music and how everything cuts in. I just feel like we haven't really had a, <clears throat> we haven't really had emotion like that um, in a long time. Even with Episode Five, like I love that because it's Anakin Skywalker, you know, and and it's drawing back from those from those original movies, and and that's fine, that's awesome because that's that's what I love, that's what I wanted. I he's the main character, right, of the whole entire franchise. But going forward, I want to see more of that, you know. I want to see more from that from characters that I didn't essentially thought I would care about, you know, like Rey or you know, like like more of Ahsoka, you know, like Sabine, you know, like Luke Skywalker down the road, wherever this story is taking us, that's what I want to see, fam. And that's what we all deserve, man, because I cannot wait. Star Wars is going, man. I don't care what all these people, Ahsoka was fantastic, bro. I hope you all enjoyed it. And, you know, the next time you want to talk about Star Wars, you know where to find me. Inside the Dark Temple, visited by Mera Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many <laughs> Force sensitives like yourself. I hope you all enjoyed this today, man, because I sure did. I love talking about it, and I hope you all come back next time. I'll see you around. Deuces.